Yeah, you said it perfectly. So we're introducing him, my alcoholic friend, Bert Kreischer. Just kidding, he's not an alcoholic. No, you know what's so funny is that I always say things, like I'm a, I've always been like a high-functioning alcoholic, but I say things, then you talk to a real alcoholic, and they're like, yeah, I've been drinking for eight days straight, I wake up in the middle of the night, I have a bottle of vodka by the bed, and then I'm like, oh, I don't have your problem. Like, yeah. I just like to have a bottle of wine before I go to bed. That is a problem, they say, but that's why I say I'm Midwest sober. I'm like... Anywhere in the Midwest, no one raises an eyebrow to my drinking. <laughs> They're just like, ah, he's normal. Yeah, and then you come out to Hollywood and you're like, sake bombs? And you're like, yeah, we're at a sushi restaurant. What the <laughs> fuck did you expect? Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, I I had a friend. I had a friend. I won't say his name, but if you get him on his podcast, he's pretty fucking fascinating. Okay. Like, we do this thing every year. By the way, I'm parroting. Everyone's going to be like, Bert, you've said this a million fucking times. It's okay. I We do this thing. Me, Joe Rogan, Tom Skura, and Arshfear, we do this thing called Sober October where we don't drink or do drugs for a month. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, when it started, they it started on the premise that they were asking how much I drank, and I said, and it's what pays the bills in podcasting, but also is a nightmare as I was honest. I was really honest. I said, I have like, you know, like nine drinks a night. And a night? By the way, that's what Joe said. Tom's sitting next to me knowing they're doubles. So he's like, they're 18. But then, yeah. And so then everyone's like, you're going to need a doctor's. You're going to need an intervention. They're going to need to bring you off of alcohol. I was like, hold on. I don't drink all the time. Like, like I've d- there's definitely nights where I just go to bed. So, like, that's why I always say, like, when you say you drink a lot, when you meet someone that really drinks, like, like it, where it's not fun anymore, yeah. then I go, I got I to gotta, I gotta change my verbiage, I think. So you're still having fun drinking. I'm going to drink tonight. Yeah. You, just, you, go, you go to the doctor. They test your blood type. It's all Merlot. It's not even... <laughs> No, I don't go to different. I won't. I won't have like onset doctors because I'm like, get the fuck out. I need someone that knows my history, right? Yeah. So like, my cardiologist knows me. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like, he's also Bill Burr's cardiologist. I think he's Jim <laughs> Jeffries' cardiologist. Like, like, I got him the right cardiologist <laughs> to like. But yeah, I can't just onset he's like, doctors. It's not great, but we know what's happening. <laughs> so I got a doctor. We're gonna... I got a doctor who will come for my physicals. <laughs> <laughs> they will call me the night before and go, make sure to take a Xanax so we get your blood pressure down, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's scary. Well, on set, those, those set physicals, the first one I ever took was like, it was going to be 1999, I guess. Uh-huh. And she was like, and I'd always heard of John Belushi taking his physical. Uh-huh. It's, it's a, a, Is it a story? A little bit. He it was in his book, Wired, and they said, do you drink? And he's like, every night. And they're like, drugs. He's like, cocaine, amphetamines, marijuana. Like, he listed off. And it was almost like the like the Hunter S. Thompson's to-do list of <laughs> drinking. And it was like something that I always like admired. I thought that was cool. Yeah. So the first time I sit down uh, to get a physical on set, they come on set, and uh, she comes into my green room, and I'm like, shirt off. <laughs> got a cocktail in hand so we just wrapped and she's like so do, uh so do you drink and i said yeah she goes how and i'm basically doing exactly what bon john Belushi did ah every night how many i'm about 10 beers i don't know i have shots who knows do you smoke yeah if it's around do you do coke i mean i'm from florida like like just everything that you would think and then she just stops me and goes okay i'm gonna stop you right here do you have any idea who i am i said no she goes I'm the person that basically says to the studio, you can employ this guy. And if you don't pass this physical, you don't get employed. So maybe we want to take a different approach to this physical. Oh. And I was like, okay. 
She was like, do you drink? I was like, seldomly. <laughs> she was like, do you do drugs? I was like, uh, never. I'm from Florida. So, uh, so yeah. So how did it go? I Were you healthy? Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm, I go to a... That's the other thing about me is like, I'm a little bit of an anomaly. and Not an anomaly in like crazy way, but like I'm super concerned about health. So like... I, this morning I did a hot spin. Tonight I'll go home and run five miles. I'll get in my sauna for about forty-five minutes. Then do I have an ice bath that I jump into? So I do a polar plunge what? for a minute. Sauna for another 15, 20 minutes. Polar plunge. I'm, I'm a little neurotic about. I've got OCD like you do. Uh-huh. I've got anxiety like uh-huh. you do. Uh-huh. I heard you on Ryan. The was, cold plunges are supposed to really help for anxiety. Oh, it's like, I, I eliminate it, right? It. it floods my brain. It like gets all, for me. Working out really intensely yeah. and doing a cold plunge sauna, sauna. Done. Like, oh, it's like it's like a you know autistic kids like to be in things that constrain them. Yeah. And so a lot of times you'll see them on roller coasters. Is that they like things on tracks and they like to be constrained. They're buckled in. Yeah, buckled in. Yeah. Man, for me, whatever it is, a sauna. The second I get in there, <laughs> all my brain starts slowing down. Wow. Yeah, because my brain is my brain. I'll chew over a, like a. I'll chew over a, ly- a lyric of a song, like over, <laughs> like just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. I thought of this today. Hey now, you're a rock star. Uh, get your game, game on. on. It's Go. always like the hey. worst song. Like oh smash- my god! Uh, what's the one from uh, 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 the f- What's the guys? The two, the band is two guys, and it looked like he had tattoos all on his arms, and it was about. Uh, Twenty One Pilots. Yeah, Twenty One Pilots. What's yeah, the song? Yeah, the, yeah, what's yeah. that lyric that? Uh, 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 I think I'm going with Panthers. Uh, 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 what is it? Um, their new song is uh, that's you're thinking of. I'm thinking um, of the first blur, hit blur, they had. Blur. My name's Blurry Face, face and, and I. Who would you think? think? Oh, and by the way, my that's name's and by the way, you'll get this because yeah. I've I've seen enough stuff on you. Yeah, I do care what you think. I yeah. do care what you think. So that means a lot to me. So I hear and I care what you think. Yeah, I would do that. Same. So then you want to hear something great? My what? young, my oldest daughter. Uh-huh. were in. How many kids do you have? Two. How old are they? No, no. Um, we have. Uh, so she, we're in fifteen, thirteen. We're in Scottsdale. I'm doing a show there. They come out of Scottsdale, and it comes on the radio. And I, and I immediately, I turn it off. I go, I cannot listen to that uh-uh. song. It fucks my head up. Yeah. My, my, it's me and my two daughters. We're going to a trampoline park. My <laughs> oldest daughter, Georgia, says, "Hey, I got an idea. Uh-huh. Let's listen to it, and then let this be the memory of that song because it's a good song. You don't want to waste a good yeah. song. Yeah. And so now, when you hear the song, think of the time we all went to the trampoline park, yeah. and I went." How the f- who's fucking child? Is she child your you? mom? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what brain do you have? This is the same child that for her 16th birthday wants a Chrysler Pacifica. Yeah, the van. She's like, I'm just, you know, a practical girl. She's and dad uh, gets good gas mileage. Efficient. It's yeah. safe. I could put a bunch of kids in there, drive them to school, get gas money. Dad, come on, think about it. Wow. She is not my child. She's, my youngest she's is. She's smart. My youngest is a lunatic. Oh, like, uh, she takes after dad. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I love I love having you on the podcast right now already just because oh. your energy is like awesome and oh, I have crazy you. energy normally, so it's nice for me to actually- I've been a fan of yours for a really long time. Really? Dude, I remember watching you. I was in, I can tell you where I was. I don't remember what the video was, but oh, I was big on Vine. Like I really? loved Vine. It was so fun. I loved Vine. It was good times. It was such a great- it pisses me off that they stopped it. Yeah, but it needed to be to done. To this day, yeah, yeah, I can watch ones. Vine compilations- for hours. Yeah. Um, I was in a I was in a Piggly Wiggly in Alabama with my daughter. I didn't you, even know that was a real place. It's a real place. I thought that was shit they just made up in movies. Uh-uh. I, I want to <laughs> say there's also a Hoggly Woggly. <laughs> I'm not even joking. A Hoggly Woggly? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus Christ. The, um... <laughs> All right. But yeah, the, uh... 
and I was with my daughter, and I don't remember the video, but I was big on Vine, and I watched it, and I was like, who the fuck is this? Because, like, Psycho. you were the one of the things, me and Segura started saying women are funnier online than men. Right. Like, Like, I think everyone's always said women aren't funny. I think yeah. that's completely wrong. Yeah. Especially, you look at, like, the SNL cast members. Yeah. Women have been murdering it for years. Some of them are really good. Kate McKinnon yeah, is the funniest Kate human McKinnon being. Kristen Wiig, Kristen, Kristen Wiig, Wiig could great. get me to cheat on my wife just with her sense of humor. Dead. Just yeah, she's sense funny as shit. She is, and quick. Yeah, and but I, I do know the podcast. I apologize. I do. No, I don't it's wanna... good. It's great. Yeah, you no, can talk I, about whatever you want here. Uh, I have we can a million, take it any direction. I have a million. Any way worsts. you want. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I, Where do you want to start? Childhood. You're like, okay. So first of all, I was born. That was the worst. <laughs> I was. I did want to start a childhood because I was like, you talked one time about how your anxiety. You can pinpoint when you started getting anxiety. Oh yeah. And I can't. Really? I sat I sat the other day I listened to you and Ryan yeah. again because yeah. I knew we were doing this. Yeah. And I can't and I I can remember the first panic attacks I got. Oh shit, you get them too? Oh. Those are the wor- How do you drink coffee? Uh, you know what's so funny is I have to work out. If I'm going to have coffee, I'm going to have to work out. Cuz I, I got to burn it. I got to burn it. I can't even drink it. I cannot drink it on a before a flight. Oh like my. if I have it on a flight, I am like <laughs> I get I got blinders on. Everyone's yelling at me. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Put the blinders on him." You're like a horse. Th- your kids are just pulling you in. Oh, you have no. a harness on. You have a, you have a bit. You have everything. <laughs> just fucking chewing on it. Uh, first panic attacks I ever got was watching Johnny Carson. Really? I watched Johnny Carson, and his head would get small, and he would be yelling at me in bed. Really? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Be like, and I would be, Johnny- and, I, and then one night I remember one night I woke I I was sitting there and I was like, and I had this realization. One day my dad's gonna die. Oh, that's the worst. And I think about that every day. I go, one, and I can't stop it. One day my dad's gonna die. And I woke, mm. I just got up out of bed, went over to my dad uh, in his room. I shook him in bed. My dad never woke up like, hey, buddy, what's up? He was like, <laughs> motherfucker, cocksucker. He punches you in yeah. the face. You're like, yeah, I'm just checking to see if you're alive. Oh my God. Never wake up a Vietnam vet, you mother. Oh no, he, he, was, he wasn't in he Vietnam. He wasn't in Vietnam. Like, dad, my Adam's apple. I'm swallowing my tongue. Um, that's crazy. But he goes, I go, dad, uh, I was like, I wanted him to reassure me. I go, Dad, yeah. you're not going to die, are you? And he just looks at me at like by <laughs> two in the morning. He goes, yeah, and you will too. Go back to bed. And I'm like, and then I'm like, I'm going to die? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> this, this isn't, wait, it's happening to me too? The worst. Oh. Isn't it crazy? Kids don't realize that they're going to die. No, like it's the invincibility of that. youth. Yes. I, they... I was just listening to someone talk about this the other day. <laughs> they don't fucking realize it. They're no. just out there like, you, you want to see my turtles? Like, they don't have any clue. They don't think about it. They Some, have no clue. There are, I'm sure there are kids out there that do realize it, and those are the, those are the those ones. Those are like the dark ones. Those are me when I was like 10, when I was like, yeah, I'm definitely, life is, uh, yeah, immortality does not exist. Um, yeah. No, but there's I, only a handful. Like the ones that are screaming or running around Ross oh, yeah. when you're like, trying to pick up a couple things and they're oh. just fucking eating boogers and just fucking screaming, having the best time of their lives. I'm like, I just want to stop one of them and go, hey, buddy, you know one day you're going to be dead. <laughs> Do you know that? Fucking enjoy this moment. Like just to remind them. But I think Give that's, them a that's one reality of those things. Check. <laughs> one of those things like getting your dick knocked in the dirt a couple times in life. Like you need that to wake you up. Yeah. Like the first time you get beat up, I apologize to any woman that's hearing this, whereas I jade this and say, this doesn't count for women. It does count for women. Yeah. If you get abused in a relationship, it really sucks. There's yeah. a lot that sucks. But see, that uh, society's already said that's horrible. Mm-hmm. As a man, when I was growing up, you could get beat up, and that was part of learning how to live life. Did you get beat up a oh, lot? Oh, God. Are you fucking kidding me? Who beat you up? Oh, where do you want to start? 
you want to start with the worst one? You're like, my sister, my mom, my gerbil, my hamster. The I had a propensity for making friends with people. That were mean. That were that were um, not good people. Ooh. That liked my personality but didn't really like it. Like, I, I don't know. I have found a certain type of dude in life uh-huh. that I've always gotten close to and then gotten to the point where it implodes. And I, and it's because I cast a large wake. And then and I'll tell you one that was, this is probably the Probably one of the worst fights I ever got in. We oh, in my God. High school. We're playing uh, baseball Jesuit. I won't say anyone's name. I won't say the guy's name. I'll say everyone else's name. <laughs> Me, Joe Schwelt, Sean Hooker, Troy Kent, Dean Kent, and Jimmy Cook uh-huh. are in, are stretching. Yeah. The captain of the team. Let's just call him. This sounds like characters from the Sandlot. <laughs> I, I love using Jimmy real Cook, names. Uh. Real names make, so, make it such a better story. Uh the captain of the team, let's just call him uh, Jason. We'll just call him Jason. Jason. That's not his name. That's the other guy's name. But mm-hmm. Jason uh, goes, hey, stop screwing around. And we and I, we made a joke. And he was like, stop playing grab ass. And then we started literally grabbing. He's older than us. We yeah. were all sophomores. He was a senior. And he goes, God damn it. Quit being a smart ass, Bert. And I go, it's better being a dumbass." And he goes, what the fuck did you say? And I said, it's better than being a dumbass. Like, just made it real clear. Yeah. Everyone's laughing. He then says, shut your face. And it's not even funny, but I go. (laughs) And he gets irate. Now, so we we all are warming up, throwing balls. All six of us that I just named are throwing and loosening up. Uh And he goes into the dugout. The captain, Jason, goes into the dugout. Joe Schwell and Dean Kent say, um, they're on my side. They go, you know, he gets like this. He's really competitive. Uh So he gets like this. I wouldn't think anything of it. Uh, I guarantee you. He's going to walk out of that dugout and come out and apologize. And I went, really? And they went, he does this a lot. We're all on the same team. He understands that. Wow. He, that's why he's the captain. And yeah. I went, oh, yeah, okay. So we all get done warming up. We all start walking in. All six of us, right? Um, he comes out. Jason comes out with a baseball bat. And I'm like, oh, he's probably going to say, Bert, why don't you come throw some balls so I can warm up? And that's how we'll apologize. And I was like, okay. So I say to them, guys, he's probably about to apologize right now. And they look at me and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll leave you guys alone. I go, thanks. Oh, my God. I don't know. He has the baseball bat, like mid-bat. And as he sees me, he slides it up. So now as he's at the bottom of the bat, grabs the other, and cracks me with the bat on the shoulder. What? (laughs) If you've ever been hit by a bat, it is a very distinct sound (laughs) that is just like it's human meat. It's imagine hitting a cow with a bat. All these guys hear that, turn around, and this guy was such a beast. Did he break your arm? No, 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 no. Just, I mean, you can get in a car accident, theoretically. is probably more intense, and you not break your arm. But Jesus. hit me in the meat part. Of my, I have a glove and a ball in my hand. I'm trying to fight him with a glove and a ball. He fought all six of us and won. He beat the shit out of everyone? All of us. I mean, it got to the point, it ended with me crying. I love like, how they're like, he's a nice guy, don't worry, he'll come around. He's fucking total bipolar disorder, oh, I, he freaks I, the fuck out. I went out. in, I went in, I was cry- I was crying. I was, I was like a sophomore, I was, oh, I've cried a lot. I, <laughs> <laughs> you start crying right now? My, yeah, well, don't, don't get me started about my dad, that's another worst, is the first time I cried in front of my dad. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> you know, you didn't cry in front of men back then. And so... Uh, I went to the coach who the, one of the this college was scouting me. Yeah, like they were coming and looking at people, yeah. and I went in crying, sobbing to the coach. I go, I quit this team, I quit this team, and then the guy came at me again in the coach's office. The Jason dude, yeah, with yeah. The bat? His real name's Freddie. I've been wanting to say that the Freddy? whole time. No, no, he's a good guy. He came to one of my comedy shows. He was like, Hey man, you brought a bat. No, no, he was <laughs> like, Hey man, super excited to see you do stand up, and I was like. 
You used to hate this in high school. <laughs> like, remember I was funny as shit on the baseball team? You beat the shit out of me? Oh, that's oh my one. God. That's Wait, not even the really worst quick, beat up Is I've your ever dad still alive? Yeah, my dad's still oh, alive. good. Thank God. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. See? He didn't yeah. die. No, no. He uh, made his promise. <laughs> one day. No. You ready? You ready for another horrible story? Yes. Uh, by the way, I just like just hearing these horrible stories. Just keep telling me terrible stories. I love this. Nine Eleven. Oh, that's a good way to Did start a horrible story. No, okay, not even okay, close. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get a phone call. I'm at home. I mm-hmm. lived up in on Glencoe, up in the hills. Oh, California. Yeah, 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 I yeah. Don't know yeah. Where that is. And no, it's, uh, no, it's uh, just a street above Hollywood and Highland. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I get a phone call, and uh, and it's my dad's office and it's now i don't know it's 9 11 I'm, I'm hung over i'm just sleeping mm-hmm. they call like 16 times this is back when you had like a caller id and a cell phone my cell phone goes off the caller id is going off Damn. i call my my dad's office and it's my dad's secretary jan and she's sobbing crying and i'm like oh my god immediately i'm like my dad died i was like my dad fucking died i was like okay all right i'm like literally and she goes she goes bert bert where are you? And I said, I'm in Los Angeles. She goes, okay, hold on. And I'm like, hold on. Puts me on hold. And I'm like, okay. And now I, right at this moment, I'm thinking, I still have a dad right now. Yeah. This is the first, this is the last moments that I will believe I have a dad. Mm-hmm. I say, think of a good thought. I'm going, think of a good thought. And then I realize, you know what's happening? They're getting his partner, Larry, to come on the phone and tell me he's dead. Because <sighs> that's how it should be. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, that's how it should be. My dad should do it when Larry, if Larry dies, and Larry should do it if my dad dies. And I go, okay. And then my sister gets on the phone. I'm like, oh, I do not like getting bad news from a woman. Because <laughs> women cry. Yeah, and we make it worse. Men are just to the point, hey, yeah. buddy, I got some bad news. Yeah. Your dad's passed. Yeah. But it's my sister. Now she's crying uncontrollably. And I'm like, fucking, God damn it. She's like, Bert, where are you? And I'm like, I'm at home. What's going on? Yeah. She goes, hold on one second. And she puts me on hold. I'm like, What the fuck? Fucker. This is like a bad thing. Then Jan picks up again. And she's like, are you still there? And I'm like, if this bitch tells me my oh dad's my dead, God. I'm going to fucking lose my shit. And then she puts me on hold. I'm like, okay, someone just tell me my fucking dad. And the, dad's ja- the janitor gets on the phone. He's yeah. like, hello, Bert, it's, it's Jose. Like, God damn it. Is this Albert Kreischer? Do you have a home in Valley Village? The uh, and then my dad gets on the phone. He oh goes, Hey, buddy, I go, what? You're alive? He's oh like, my God. Oh yeah, yeah. What's going on? And I said nothing. He goes, uh, We're under attack. Turn on your TV. I'll talk to you later. And hung up. Yeah, and so then I turned on and so I found out about That's 9-11. That's literally <laughs> but what it was? Yeah, I was like- Them to call you to tell you about it? Yeah, we're under attack. Towers are falling. Turn on TV. I'll talk to you later. Click. It's my what dad. What a That's... fucking way to get that announced. My dad, I just told- By the way, I am had way too much coffee, so you can tell I'm just rattling off no, stories. I love this. I, I love this. It makes me feel very at ease. I'll give you another worst. Okay. okay. And I just told this the other day, and no one could, no one could see past- the moniker I would say if that's how you make a man, okay? My dad had this thing about like, you know, not not like in a bully way, but in like a, you know, I, I've got a responsibility. I got, I got to make a man. Yeah, he's strong. My daughter, I, my daughter called in sick today for school. Uh-huh. She uh, called middle of the day. I just got done hot spin. I'm driving home. My wife goes, "Can you pick her up?" So I go over, and the nurse is like, "Seriously?" And I go, "Yeah." She goes, "I, she's not sick. She just wants to go home." And I was like, "Yeah, I know, but I don't really care." <laughs> And she was like, what? And I was like, I'd rather spend time with, I mean, like, yeah. I don't really give a shit. School, whatever. Eighth grade. School no sucks. Yeah. Let's be real here. Nurse Patty. <laughs> yeah. like, Wouldn't you want to go home and go sleep, Patty? If, someone came, if your husband came to work and said, do you want to go home, Patty? You would fucking leave. You'd be out of here in two seconds. So, yeah. so she goes, these kids these days aren't tough. And I was like, yeah, oh, I agree. I go, I'm not going to say my kid's tough at all. Right. She goes, I told her she could, if she could last till 1.30, I'd send her home. I said, yeah, she doesn't got that in her. 
she was like, and then I said, maybe it's because we don't hit them. And, and she goes, yeah, maybe, maybe. And then I told Patty this story that I've told before. I go, I didn't have this kind of like leniency as a child. She right. goes, oh, your parents parent differently? I said, Patty, on my 11th birthday, I got hit in the mouth with a baseball bat and knocked out 26 teeth. I was at the catcher's plate. I was playing catcher. Guy pulled back, hit me in the mouth with a baseball bat, knocked out 26 teeth. I said, do you know what my dad did, Patty? And she goes, what? And I go, he gave me an infielder's glove and said, take shortstop. we got to finish out the inning. I had no fucking teeth. <laughs> my mom was in the car waiting to take me to the oral surgery. My dad's like, hey, if I pull him out of the game now, we lose. Go take shortstop. It's one out. You got it, buddy. Don't hey, don't make a fucking scene out of this. Don't cry. Be a man. Be a man. <laughs> Blood and teeth just going out. Again, again. I'm such a drama queen that I was at shortstop like, ah, ah, you're making a comedian right now. Just swallowing teeth. <laughs> That's another one. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, did they all fall out? Uh, no, they were all broken. They were just all loose and shit, right? Some were loose, some were broken, some got knocked out. I've had a lot of teeth. Were problems. these your baby teeth? No, these were my groom, my Those big boy teeth. Those were your adult teeth? Yeah. So how do they even fix that? They do some with posts, they do some with uh, with veneers, some with bonding, some with crowns, um, some with bridges. It's just, it's my, my mouth is a fucking mess. Your teeth look good from here. Uh-huh, okay. You just take your whole mouth out. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Oh, God. It's like one of those little things that chatters across the table. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Never the mind. The dentist who did that, who did all that work, uh, uh, Bob DeMarsh. I think his name is Bob DeMarsh. He's a great dentist. <laughs> He's in Tampa. And he did all that work. My new tour, the Birdie Boy World Tour, is uh, is a picture of me laughing. And and it's and it's all my teeth and me just really laughing. I, it was just they, they took it on oh, accident. Oh, I see your picture on Twitter. Yeah, they took it on yeah, accident. Yeah, yeah, and we photoshopped my teeth white because they're super gonna, white yeah, in the photo. Yeah, yeah who's was... gonna put fucking half yellow teeth in there? <laughs> who's gonna put grown men? I have settlers teeth. I told this to Segura the other day. I have settlers teeth. He's got indigenous teeth because he's part Peruvian. I've got all white settlers teeth. I can't bite a branch and go, "Ooh, I taste the sugar." Like I don't have those kind of teeth. So so uh, so yeah so. Um, I just photoshopped them all white, and then and then the dentist is like, "Hey, I gotta get a picture. I gotta get one of those posters signed. Those are my teeth. They look good for He's all these years." So proud. I was like, "Yeah, give them the You're poster." Like, those are Jim Carrey's teeth. We just put them in my mouth. <laughs> Thanks there is anyway. Something though. unnerving about a grown man with perfect teeth, though. Like when, when you meet those dudes, like, and they're always actors. Always actors. And they're like, "Hello," and their teeth like say hi to you before they do. Oh. It's just teeth. It makes me. I'm uncomfortable with that. It's like super molesting. They're too molesty. white. They're yeah. too white. Like you need to have human teeth. Yeah. Like you let's want, be real. As a grown man, you want to have like a, a brown one in the middle. Ugh. I wouldn't mind going <laughs> gold. I wouldn't mind doing one gold. My husband has a diamond in one of them, like a fucking pirate. He well, yeah, but he can do that. He can do that. Tooth. He can do that. I, I can't. I try. So like I, there's a part of my personality that is is honestly probably derived from your husband's love of life and and almost like arrested development uh-huh. like of him being still young at heart oh yeah i, I mean he's just he's always been he's a very young of heart years old. yeah yeah which is beautiful and i think i've been that guy and there have been times in my life when i was like you know what like i was in a band in, co- in college what did you play i was front man front you man. sang yeah front front man i, did, I did, couldn't really sing per se <laughs> <You're just> all, <laughs> <laughs> they're like i think he's singing i uh. lose my voice after three songs <laughs> i had a lot of energy but not a lot of talent like he's really good at running around. <laughs> he gets the crowd hyped. Yeah, and so we kicked out. The guitarist was fucking good, and we were like, wow. obviously, we gotta get rid of him because he's gonna kick <laughs> us out. Me and the bassist Brent Bracken. So we told him, we're like, hey man, we're 
can't play with us anymore. <laughs> what was the name of the band? Giving Out Spankins. <laughs> and so uh, it was a good band. It was a really good band. Giving Out Spankins. We technically never left the garage, but we would open the door of the garage and girls would come watch. It was, we look, we never really got off the ground because we had a keg <laughs> at the time. The worst part, the, if we're going to say to the title, the worst moment I had in this band, I walked into brand practice, lit a joint, and they were playing a song by U2. And I was unfamiliar with that song. And I stopped. I was like, hold on, guys. Stop right here. I don't know if it's because I'm high, but this is maybe the best song I've ever heard. And they looked at me, and they're like, really? I was like, yeah, this is great. And they're like, you like it, do you? And I was like, this is the, the best song I've ever heard. Like, we should record this. They go, can you write lyrics to it? And I went, 100%. 100%. So I recorded. Forever young. <laughs> forever. Is that even YouTube? Little sister. Oh, 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 don't you look out the door. Look who you talk to. Make sure he's okay. I mean, it was so fucking bad. And I recorded it and, and I was, was playing it. I was playing music. it for everyone. And you were and like, our band is so sick. We're going to get a contract. Everyone was like, are you, are you joking? And I was like, no. And they're like, you know, this is a U2 song. And I was like, oh. oh. That's writing on the wall. My God. Immediately, I'm claiming my band back. I was like, fuck this. No one makes a fool out of me but me. Okay, guys, we are going to take a quick break. And we're going to tell you who the guy I kicked out was and what band he started, and you're going to shit your fucking pants. So stay tuned. Don't leave, because you need to know that. All right, we'll be back. back. Okay, we're back. All right. I hope you guys uh, tolerated those ads. I, You know, we do what we have to can. Thank you guys for listening through the ads. Yeah. For because look, this is free content. I'm yeah. not getting paid. We're and we are out here doing this so that you can enjoy your day at the office with your headsets on. When your boss doesn't know. I gotta pay for the studio. Yeah. these blankets on the table from Walmart. We always try to keep it really professional in not here. Bad. Not bad. <laughs> is this the first podcast you've gone to where there's blankets on the table? I've done some fucked up podcasts. Really? Is yeah. that your what is no, that no, your heart no, monitor? No What's idea. happening? <laughs> I used to do podcasts whenever I go on. Because I've been doing po- my podcast. For a very long time. Yeah, yours is huge. I have three podcasts. You have, have three of them. I have one with Bill Burr. I have one with Tom Segura. And then I have one, my my own one, Burtcast. I also have a Bert cooking Cass, show. I was, yeah, I yeah, was watching that. I have a cooking show called Something's Burning. That, you like to cook? Uh, no. I'm, no, I just like to drink and talk shit and then stand behind a stove. I'm not. It's not even a good cooking show. So you don't teach anyone how to make anything? No. As a matter of fact, a lot of times people go, I can't believe this actually tastes good. Yeah, it's called something's burning. Something's burning. And do you make something every show? Yeah, I make something every show. It's, it's it really great. Doesn't always turn out great. Yeah, well, what happened was, and this is the beauty of what is happening with, uh, with, the entertainment business uh-huh. is, um, Bill Burr, uh, myself, Al Madrigal, uh, a couple other guys. Segura was one of them. Started a, a company called All Things Comedy. Yeah, it was a podcasting company, but we were all so old into podcasting that we never, like, we we already got ad sales reps. So we it's a it's a different. We did it back when you just got an ad sales rep. Right. And you didn't sign with like a big company right. who had ad sales rep. We just got the one person who was like, yo, I can make legit loot for you and for myself. Yeah. So we never signed with the company. And so at one point, Bill's like, what are we going to do with this company? And we were walking through our space and, and they have a ki- had a kitchen. Segura, who's one of my best friends who I've known forever, uh-huh. said, Bill's like, we could do a cooking show here. And Segura's like, why don't you do that show that you pitched? I pitched a show wide called Something's Burning. And no one wanted to buy it. Food Network's like, why would I ever do a show with a guy who can't cook? Meanwhile, they're like, let's do Nailed It, where everyone does the worst job. Yeah. Like, what is that show? uh, Or America's Worst Cooks. Yeah. What the fuck is that show? So, Bill was like, fuck it, let's do it. This is what's beautiful, is Bill just said, I'll pay for it, we'll do it, we'll start making them. And Burr Burr and 
Bill were Burr and Sugar were my first guests, and it did well. It's got a few million views. And then I had Dalia and Bobby Lee, and I had Brenny Schaub and Brian. K- I just did my friends, you know. I love hit that. my friends up, and my, my friends happen to be some of the bigger podcasters in the in the business. Uh huh. So it just kind of was a natural fit of like, and we all knew each other. We all hang out at night. Yeah. Together, so the Pod Squad. Yeah, it's been you know, and so I love I love pod. I'm a hardcore podcasting fan. I love podcasts too. I like, really do. I can. I mean, I listen. To, I listen to Rogan probably every day. And by the way, he's one of my best friends. But I still listen to his show. Yeah. I listen to your mom's house. I love. Yeah. I mean, I do a podcast now with Bill because I had to stop listening to his yeah. because it's so great that you start. You can as a comic come up with one of the ideas you've heard him say and think it's your own. So I had to stop listening to Bill's. Yeah, I actually used to, when I was back in the day when I first started doing stand-up, I would not watch anyone's stand-up because I was afraid that I would hear something and then I would, you know, later be like, oh, like, blah, 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 and think yeah. it was, like, my idea. So now I, like, hard, okay. now I watch it, but I, back then I was, like, I was so scared, you yeah, know? Yeah, it's okay to watch other stand-ups. I think it yeah. inspires you to write more. Like, I, I watched Sebastian Maniscalco at the Forum the other night. Yeah. I went out, went out and... I was inspired on many, many respects. Like selling 9,000 tickets is a big deal. He was in the Irishman. Yeah, yeah. How well, yeah. fucking bananas. Yeah, I don't really care about that. I care about, <laughs> like, I don't really, like, I don't, movies and I'm TV all, never bu- interest me at all. You don't want to do that? I mean, I'll do it if it, I'll do it if I can make it. I can't be the guy, I can't show up on your, I shouldn't say this out loud. You remind me of Kenny Powers. Oh. <laughs> So there's a it's good a there's a good there's a good thing in him. Yeah, but I'm that in real life. Like I bought the character. Like like I didn't like it's not I can't turn it on and off. Like when you meet that guy, that guy's like pretty regular guy. He's not always Kenny's Powers. I'm always You're fucking Kenny Powers. Kenny Powers. Yeah. You're more Kenny Powers than he is when oh, he's Kenny Powers. There's a bit I'm doing on stage right now. This is legit. <gasps> I, we we did a they had a PTA meeting that my wife tricked me into going to the <laughs> going into the elections. So she her friends were there and they needed votes. Yeah. It's early in the morning. And they do the thing. I'm like, I can't believe you brought me here. They, this is, by the way, this is my personality. If you're going to describe my personality in a nutshell, yeah. this is me. They go, okay, running for secretary, dot, 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 verse, dot, dot, dot. Running for treasurer, dot, 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 verse, dot, dot, dot. Running for president, Jenna Schwartz. And I went, Who, who's running against her? And they're like, nobody. So I look, lean back to this guy, Brian Stepanek. I go, nominate me. Yeah. He's like, what? I was like, he's like, you want to be president? And I go, no, nominate me. <laughs> He's like, I nominate Burt Kreischer. I go, I accept. My wife's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I got a lot of fresh ideas. And <laughs> now so you're I, president of the PTA. Oh, and then I came up with a legit, aggra- I mean, I'm doing it as a bit on stage, so I don't want to ruin it okay. for people that might come out and see me on the Birdie Boy World Tour. But um, but yeah, it's I have a part of my brain is that like, that like, I, that's why I connect to like dudes like your husband or yeah. John Daly, uh-huh. like guys that just kind of got to do their own thing yeah i can't really do your thing i get that yeah, your thing you do how it's supposed thing. to work yeah but i'm gonna really do it my way and i, and I know this is gonna piss a lot of people off but but I, you're unique too like it's like almost like no one can really be who you are you know what i mean like i'm I don't sure think there's so. people that i don't think I don't so know. also that energy that you have the energy and the like ugh, like very quick thinking and the wheels are always turning kind of thing but i think that i think that's a little bit mental. <laughs> of course it like, is. It's, Hell like, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would but, love but to be like the boring <laughs> people who sit at a Starbucks with just headsets and sipping a coffee. Instead, I'm writing rap lyrics this morning. Today, I was like, I bet I could spit legit bars. Like, I'm listening to this. This I'm listening to Eminem's new album, and I'm like, I bet I could spit legit bars. So you start writing rap lyrics? 
I'm not just even in bed. What time was this? This is uh, my rap that I, I just. Was, it's long. Yeah, it was. Right you made mad progress. <laughs> yeah. Read some of it. I'm embarrassed. I dare you. Just I don't know. Do I don't it. know. Come that, on. Okay. No, I can't freestyle. <laughs> I don't know where the thing goes. Run. I can't do it. I can't do it. You read it. You read it. You read it. This makes me fucking. This makes my. This is why I couldn't be a lead singer of a band. Because when I wrote. No, imagine I had done this, right? Oh my god. Imagine I had done this and then played it for people thinking it was good. And they're like, "How do you do, song, you fool?" Oh, I'm sweating. I am fucking like, sweating this is right now. Biscuit. <laughs> Let me see it. Okay, hold on. Give it to me right uh, okay. now. Okay. Give it to me. Fucking. I'm gonna do it. Okay, I'll give you. Okay, okay. Give me a beat. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Running seven minute miles, doubling up in time to keep instant bottle. I got a cup of wine on a treadmill where it goes down every day, and then I run a marathon around every day. Forty-seven years and a better, better, better. Oh my god! Oh my god! You talk about rapping about running on treadmills and drinking wine. I like to drink wine on a treadmill. That's like my favorite like thing to do. Fit rap. Oh, dude. I'm Yo, you're cornering a new right market. Now. I am fucking fit sweating. rap. Take your jacket off. No, 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 no. no. I'm sweating. Not in a okay. fun it's sweating way. It's hot in here. It is hot. Let me help you. So we <laughs> so we decide to kick out our guitarist. Oh yeah, the band. We need to get back to this. Okay, you kicked out the only talented person in the band. Very talented. Okay. Arguably one of the it better It was Slash. Guitar- <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Y'all, get the fuck out of here. And the name Slash is lame anyway. He's like, I'm going to start a band 10 times better than your fucking band. And we're like, uh, good luck. He started a band called Creed. Oh my God! We're yeah. the homes wide open. By the way, it's not Scott Stapp, it was Mark Tremonti, but Mark Tremonti was in my fraternity. Something he denies to this day, which I don't blame him. I guess you get your He's own like, narrative. I don't know that guy. I guess you get your own narrative in <laughs> life. Course, and like, there's yeah. certain things I want to deny about my past that yeah. someone brings up. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I have yeah, no fucking yeah. idea. Yeah. I never did tons of coke in college. I what? Date the fuck? that for, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, Mark Tremonti, and then, uh, and then me and Scott Stapp ended up. Uh, doing this show for Comedy Central called Goddamn Comedy Jam. It was one yeah, Josh Adam Yeah, yeah. And Scott and I uh, sang together. Now I text with Scott all the time. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, your little guitar player's a bitch. <laughs> no, no. I think, I think, I, I, I can't say anything bad about Mark Tremonti. No, of course. I'm bummed that he does not remember me at all. He doesn't even remember being in the band? He said, well, once again, I got to side with him on this, is that sometimes you start your narrative a certain way to your fans. Yeah, true. And if you said the first band I was ever in, was, was Creed. <laughs> then everyone's go. Well, you hit it out of the park. Yeah. And so, and I'm sure that like I, our band or whatever we were yeah, was he not. <laughs> he probably didn't consider it something real. You know, he considered it like a couple guys in a garage where a guy wrote lyrics to U2 songs. <laughs> he can't come out and go, yeah, my first band was Spanking Bottoms or whatever it was called. Giving out spankings, like pay the respect, <laughs> put some respect out, on the name. Giving out spankings. <laughs> and then when you guys were done, all the girls would come and just get. That was it. Every little. Well, over the knee. Oh. Did you get spankings? A lot of spankings? I got hit. I don't know if I got spankings per se. You didn't get se. spankings? You no, got like got, punched? Uh, I got I got hit, like slapped. Did you slapped. get belted? Uh, may, maybe. I don't know. My recollection of that is kind of shady because I don't remember. I remember at a certain age I stopped. We had a wooden spoon. The spoons were the worst. I, and I stopped getting the wooden spoon. Yeah. I remember the day I decided I would stop getting the wooden spoon. You were just like. It's like Attica. You grabbed it, the hand. I, I grabbed it and I took it from my mom, and she was like, "Oh, wait till your dad gets home." And I was, I remember like going, "At least I didn't get hit." Oh like my god, not- Tommy has a joke about this because Tommy's mom would say this. <laughs> Babe, come here really quick. Come here, come here. Wait till your father gets. Till your father gets. Wait till your father gets home. Right? 
right? That's the song. That's what like is that oh. every time his mom he his mom was like this little tiny Greek woman. Yeah. So she would try to like you know reprimand him, and he'd be like, "Nah, fuck that." <laughs> and so she'd be like, "Wait until your father." And then his father would come home, make him pick out a, a tree branch, oh. pick it out. That's illegal now. Uh, yeah. That you can Isn't that crazy? That like what was. T- Totally acceptable. Yeah, but it gives you character. Babe, come in here. I think it does give you character. He doesn't want to. It gives you character. You build character from that. Honestly, listen, my parents, not my dad, my mom beat the shit out of me. I mean, it sucked, and I fucking was mad about it for a while, but I think it made me a better person. Um, I think it I think it sets up boundaries of what you do not like and you don't like, which yeah. is interesting. I think, I mean, we don't hit our kids but I think that's just because I know that I never liked it. And I was like, I, I was like, it was like something that really sucked. It was about talking about like getting beaten up. Yeah. One of the things, and and to qualify that statement earlier about women do get beat, but it's, in society it's unacceptable to beat a woman. Right. It's back in the, when I was a kid, it was okay if you got beat up. That's how you become a man. Yeah. But man, that day after you got beat up. Sucked. Oh, it's humiliating. Did Your you sister, ever beat anybody up? I punched a dude one time and he didn't punch back, but he then reasoned with me like, why would you do that? And I was like, oh. you felt, And you felt really bad. I felt horrible. It, it hurt more than getting hit back. Oh, it, He's like, that was really fucked. Uh, yeah, he was like, he was like, ow, what the fuck, man? You fucking punk, you could have, why would you do that? And I was like, talk shit about my teeth. <laughs> You're like, what about rational conversation? Would uh, that just go out the window? <laughs> Seriously? Seriously? Oh my God. Yeah, I. Uh, but that was one of the things that sucks about getting beaten up is that, I remember. I remember one time I got beat up, and I had to go, and I got beat up really bad, and I had to go to the hospital, and then uh, hospital beat yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. What, what ha- happened? Blow. Concussion. I wrote a comedy song about guys in our fraternity, and everyone liked it except for one of my really good friends. Why? Uh, I don't know. To be dead honest with you, it wasn't that insulting. It was like, it just says that basically he, uh, basically in the song, I said he had sex with his girlfriend. That's it. Like that, but which everyone knew. Yeah. Who and his that, girl and his girlfriend was his sister. No. Yeah, <laughs> No, it was it was, it was a sister of another guy in the fraternity. Oh, but but that doesn't matter. That guy was no graduated. Cared, that guy yeah. was graduated. Yeah. It was like it was point. It was the dumbest reason to get beat up. And he like got my face, and I was like, "Oh, come on, don't be like that." And I was like, "Come on, we're friends, we're buddies." He's like, "Well, fuck you, I'll beat your ass." I was like, "Fine, then go ahead." And he was like, "Oh, okay," and then did. Like, just, Do you ever feel like dudes just beat you up sometimes because you were funny and entertaining, and they just wanted to like they didn't have anything? I think so dudes that- beat me up for this. Like it, when I, by the way, I only got beat up like a handful of times. But I think whatever regular dude gets in fights, I got into that. It wasn't like too many, right? But I, those guys that fight are the same type of woman who cries when you who takes your parking spot and then cries, and then you go, wait, you did something wrong. Yeah, you now you're gonna cry, so we don't want to. You don't have to use your words anymore. <laughs> Fucking what's the girl's name? Stacy Dash. Stacy, you know who that is? Yeah, girl from Clueless. Clueless. This fucking bitch. She who don't want no. This is like ten years ago, maybe no. It's about to be like sixteen years ago. This is like this, I I'm, I've told this story a bunch. Okay, like this drives me nuts, and this is what I'm talking about. Okay, we used to do t- spin class at Crunch on Sunset. Bob from Biggest Loser used to teach it. This is old school, right? Uh-huh. This is before he was on Biggest Loser. Uh-huh. Stacy, there was one good bike. It was over to the left, like three rows back. Everyone knew where the good bikes were because yeah. they didn't fix the bikes all the time. Ooh. So you'd put your shit on the bike. And then you'd go and do sit-ups, but your shit was on the bike. That was your bike. You yeah. got there early enough. I have my stuff on the good bike. I go to do sit-ups. I get some. I get my water. I come back, and my stuff is no longer on that bike. They're on. It's on like bike two over. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Stacy Dash is clipped into that bike. And I go, hey, what did you do? And she goes, what? I said, you moved my stuff. She goes, oh no, no, this is my bike. And I went, no, you moved my stuff. She goes, no, no, I didn't. 
And I went, no, you definitely did. I know what bike I did. And she goes, wait, hold on. Why do you care? Just ride that one. And I went, no, I care because that's the good bike. And this one has bad clips. Like, don't, don't, why don't you ride this one? If you care, if you don't care, you ride this one. She goes, I'm already on this bike. Can we just stop this? And I went, no, we actually can't because this, what you've done is wrong. And then Bob goes, hey guys, what's going on? And Stacy Dash just starts crying. And I go, and then now I look like I'm an abuser. <laughs> and I'm just going, I just clipped, that was my bike. Like, I'm, I didn't do anything. That behavior yeah. is the same idiot who's fucking 5'4 and takes a swing at you because he doesn't know how to talk. And why did I make, gotta make him 5'4 in this story? <laughs> I didn't have to make him 5'4. He could be 6'7. There's a lot of 6'7 assholes. But like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That same behavior what is- What the hell? It's stunted brain development. Yeah. It's people who aren't very intelligent, yeah. but they've been good looking or they've been bigger or they've been- a certain way has worked for them. Yeah, and they feel entitled too. There's a lot of entitlement. Like, oh, how dare you question me? I deserve this bike because I'm a better person. Like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm amazed at that kind of stuff because yeah. I've never, I've always been. I always say I'm sorry first. Yeah, I do too. I say I'm sorry. Way I too say much. I'm sorry all the time. I, I'm actually on a new campaign to stop saying I'm sorry. I'll be like, I'm sorry that I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I brought this up. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I literally apologize. My husband's like, why are you sorry? Like, Dude, like literally, it, it my husband's like, can aggressive. you just stop? Like, li- did your wife do the same thing? My wife yeah, is like, like, is like stop saying like, you're sorry. She goes, don't is say she, you're sorry. Yeah. And and it's like a, almost like I'm being like a bitch move. Like I'm taking a knee all the time. Yeah. Like uh, that, that sounds like I'm making fun of Kaepernick. I mean like Jon Snow kind of way. Like I'm, right. I'm bowing. You're always at, you know. like, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. And then if there's stuff that you don't need to be sorry for. Like, like I'll be, my husband and I will both be sitting, he's smiling, we'll both be sitting at our kitchen table doing emails and stuff, and like, I'll get a phone call or something, and I'll be on the phone, and like, I'll go to the other room, and then I'll come back and be like, sorry, I had to take a phone call, and he's like, why are you apologizing? It's not like we're in a meeting, like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Or like- My ice bath is leaking in the garage. Oh, God. And my wife goes, she goes, uh- Hey, your ice bath is leaking, and I went, "I'm I'm sorry." And she goes, "Don't fucking apologize. Fix it." <laughs> and I went, "No, but I'm sorry." And she goes, "I, I don't care if you're sorry. I, none of that matters." She goes, "I'm I'm letting I don't." She goes, "There's no apology needed. I'm telling you, it's leaking. Just go fix it." And I was like, "Okay." Aren't you like jealous of people like your wife though? <laughs> Those strong, like My they wife. don't apologize. No, no, like, I'm not. No, they're, I'm not. They're I'm shameless. Not. Like no, you know why? Because they're broken too. So really? My, and my youngest daughter. Is as broken as my wife. I'm going to tell you two horrific stories about my youngest daughter. Okay, okay. One time, her and her sister get into a fight, aggressive in the backyard. I mean, and they have all their friends over. Like a fight. Like a fight. One girl kicked another one in the vagina. It was like bad. Yeah. Well, that was par for the course back then. They that was they knew that was their soft spot. Off did a kick to the vagina (laughs) happened. And I taught him this game, gas pedal. Have you ever played gas pedal? What the fuck? I thought that was a song. Gas pedal. Gas pedal. (laughs) No? Okay. It started the vagina kicking. And okay. so so I bring him inside to our kitchen and I sit, I stand him there. There may be like maybe like ten and seven and nine, maybe. I don't, the girls? They're young. They're young. Okay. And I go, Hey, what the fuck? I go, This is not acceptable behavior. Yeah. I go, You guys are sisters. You gotta understand that one day mom and I won't be here and it'll just be you two. And what we need out of you two right now is to decide that you're the team. You're the team. You need to make her feel better, and you need to make her feel better. Do you understand that? And they're like, yes. I go, well, there's only one thing that I'll accept out of this moment right now. Georgia, what do you say to your sister? She goes, Isla, I'm sorry, and I love you. Wow. And I go, that's great. I go, Isla, what do you say to your sister? And she goes, Georgia, I accept your apology. (laughs) I was like, 
fucking no. Georgia, you're, you're a trifling little bitch. <laughs> she goes, I won. She said that my wife and her got into a fight one time, and my wife doesn't apologize. See? You know what? People who apologize a lot usually marry people who don't apologize. It's our dynamic. Someone's got to be the weaker one, okay? I hate to say it, but we're the weaker ones. <laughs> because we're always like, I'm meager. I'm sorry. Because we like need <laughs> approval. Like, hence you do comedy. Like, it's like a very, I'm just going to break it down right now. Like, so I'll be, you be me. I'll be my wife. I'll show you what her apology looks okay, like, okay? Okay, okay. So you say you're sorry. I'm sorry, honey. I really didn't. Okay. I'm sorry, too. With the eyes? I'm okay, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, did I not say it <laughs> enough? I guess I didn't go, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. Is that is that what you wanted? What if you uh-huh. did what if you what if she actually does something that's wrong and it actually was her fault? Does she does she then come around and In say like twenty four hours like, she'll realize it. She'll be like, listen. In twenty four hours. I hate this, but <laughs> I guess I'm sorry. It's got. I gotta sleep through it. She's gotta sleep through it. She can't. Yeah. She, but people go, don't go to bed angry. I go. That's oh. our rule at our house. Oh. My husband. That's our number one rule. No going to bed mad because then you wake up mad. No, no, no. We go to bed mad. That's my. If my wife. If my wife's at fault, we go to bed mad. We're okay. going to bed mad. Yeah. Because there's no like. There's one time where I couldn't stop laughing. I was sitting in the bed laughing, <laughs> going, "If you just apologize, this would be over." And she goes, "I'm not sorry. I didn't do anything wrong in this. You." Are gaslighting me, and I'm like, I'm not gaslighting you. Oh the fuck God. are you talking about? And then, and then the next morning, she will immediately, like the next morning, she wakes up and she's like, I'm, I really fucked up. I'm sorry. I oh, am that's sorry. Cool. She's good at like, yeah. she can't do it right away. It's, Ooh, it's got to sit gotta with her for a little about bit. It for yeah, her a mom minute. is, her mom is, your mom to a fucking T. Oh, really? If not yeah. worse, yeah. allegedly <laughs> is what I heard. I want to heard. I don't know what I heard. It's crazy yeah, shit. But like I heard yeah. about your mom and I don't know much about my wife's mom, yeah. so I'm not, I don't, I'm not legally bound to this statement because <laughs> allegedly- your wife, mom? No, I've met her once. Once? So yeah. they don't speak? They're not close? They don't speak. They don't, they're not close. That's real facts. Right, right, right. I can't, but like- I'm, I, don't, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's that, the way that is. You know, like it's unfortunate, and people are always like, "Oh, it's family. Like it's blood." Oh, you my can't... wife's mom cut her off. Oh, she cut her off. Oh, when oh, okay, she met okay. me. Why? Uh, I answered the phone, and my wife's mom was on the phone. These are all facts that I can't that can't be disputed. <laughs> okay, you're like acting like we're going to go to just, court I'm, over this oh, podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm certain one day someone's going to want money and go. Let's go back and everything Bert said about his <gasps> no. mother-in-law. And by the way, I don't know her, so I've never really said anything about her. I've never right, talked about her. Even... And there was a period where I wanted them to get like back together because yeah. her mom was, I thought her mom was cool as shit. She's like yeah. a model. She's wow. beautiful. She's smart. And then she called, and I knew all these things about her. She's smart. She's a beautiful model. She's one of the biggest models in Atlanta uh-huh. when she was modeling. And she had a very Southern accent. And uh-huh. it caught me off guard. I didn't think she'd have a Southern accent. I thought she'd have like this worldly like, Hello, Bert. Yeah. Like she'd be British for some reason, but she grew up in Atlanta. <laughs> I swear to God. And then she was like, she was like, it's like the first time you ever drink cow's milk out of the udder. Never done that. Oh. Must be a Wisconsin thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's hot. Ooh. Yeah, like so. Or milk. But it, That's it's in their, but it's in their body. It's in their body. So of course it's hot, right? Like you forget that. Like it's hot. You're like it's hot and it's hot. Like yeah, it's like if you quarter if you quarter an animal. It's hot meat because their body's hot. Like you've only had meat yeah. cold. So it's like the same thing about my wife's mom's accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear her and I go, oh my God, I forgot you were Southern. She was like, uh, put Lan on the phone. And I was like, gave it to her. And then all I heard was mama, 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 no, mama, oh, mama, mama. 
And then I never spoke to her again. Whoa, just yeah. over that? Doesn't she watch your specials and think you're funny? No. By the way, a lot of people don't, for the record. I lose people immediately. When I take my shirt off, there's a lot of people that go, this is not for me. My husband was like, we were watching your special. And my husband oh, he better not say shit. That motherfucker's been shirtless his whole fucking career, and half the reason I'm fucking shirtless. There are men who take their shirts off, and there are men who don't. Okay? I don't no, even want to hear what he has to say. I don't even want to hear what he has to fucking say. He was like, he has, he's like, my husband has no chest hair. So, like, seeing yeah. a guy with some chest hair is, like, very ag- aggressive. The He's fucking like, hardest I've ever laughed. Like, I'm a big fan of your husband's, uh, but I have been, you know. And there's a, on a, a long time ago, I, you know, certain things resonate with you. There was this show called uh, Real Life or something uh-huh. on MTV. The Real World? No, no, no. It was oh, like 24 life? 7 oh, okay. with MTV. Mm-hmm. Two takeaways I ever remember this Method Man was on. Oh, yeah. And some girl tried to kiss him on the lips. And he chastised her. He said, I'm a married man. If you're a fan of mine, why would you disrespect my wife like that? Good for him. The only other one I remember very vividly was when they did Tommy's. And it was, he had had to go to anger management. He had like a a Yukon Denali at the time, I think. It was like a black, and you had to drive from fucking Malibu to to Hollywood to go to anger management. You're like, this is defeating the purpose. If you're going to make me sit in traffic, I'm going to be losing my fucking mind. That's one of my takeaways. Can I tell you what made me laugh harder than fucking anything? (laughs) Was your husband with Bill Burr going, my husband's a big fan of yours. You're like, yeah, the two of them are fucking raving lunatics. Bill needs to be in anger management. Tom, like, no wonder they see eye to eye. Are you fucking shitting me? I know. I'm like, I've known Bill for fucking 20 (laughs) years. He needs anger management more than anyone in the fucking world. You got to do, Bill does his thing, driving in, uh, me and Bill do it, driving. Right. with Bill and Bert, we just drive around and talk shit. Him and Tommy should do yes. one and just watch the two of them lose their fucking please, minds. Please, please. Uh, Driving here, my husband's like, can you just go around the truck? Can you get in the fucking, I have to cross four lanes oh. over. He's like, can you get in the fucking carpool lane, dude? Like, are we just going <laughs> to ride behind this car? What are you doing? Like, it's kind of hilarious. Oh. Like, it's very funny. No, it's so true, though. But he's very zen these I could, days. I, when I, because, you know, you know, Bill, you know, Bill, I don't know what Bill told you, but Bill, Idolizes your husband. Oh, we invited him over for the Super Bowl and he didn't come. Yeah, that's because he's Bill. <laughs> he was like, I got plans. We're no, like, oh, okay. No, but Bill's not. Gonna, he's not gonna turn it on. Like, I don't. He's he's a regular person. Yeah, he's a he very is. regular yeah, person. Yeah. But when you know, Bill's uh, loves drumming. Like, yeah, he loves yeah, it, yeah, loves yeah. it, loves yeah. it. And so, and like, I really think he'd. If you said to Bill, "Hey, man, I'll tell you what. You can get a job, fifteen dollars an hour, but you're gonna drum from a band. Just you're gonna be in Silver Lake for the rest of the year." He'd give up what he's doing to be a drummer. He really? loves he loves drumming. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's so that's so it was, awesome. It was very cool to see that they, they the were two of them together. Each other's. Oh yeah, we die watching him. We like we like watch we watch all you guys. We Dude, watch you everybody. Have no, I, you have no idea how Bill Burr how Bill Burr is fun. Like by the way, and I understand I'm a comedian as well. Part of the thing is sell yourself. Fuck that. Bill Burr makes me laugh on such a quick level. Not a lot of people get to share. Uh, time with comedians the way we do. Mm-hmm. So I know these guys on a different level. One day, Bill and I are driving through LA, and 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 I see this beautiful conversion van, and I go, "This is how this is how quick Bill Burr is." <laughs> I go, uh, "God, man, how come no one rides vans like that? Like that, those are the coolest vans. They with the captain seats. They yeah. were so comfortable." And he goes, "It's a branding issue, Bert." 
I go, what? And he goes, immediately. A couple kids get raped in a van. Now no one can drive fucking vans around. Everyone, they just look like everyone's molesting people. You got one of those vans? He goes, same thing happened with rollerblades. Rollerblades were awesome for a summer. Then everyone, a couple gay guys ride them, and now no one can ride wear rollerblades. It's a branding issue. Like, real fucking quick. And you're just sitting there going, like, that, I would have oh I would have had to workshop that joke yeah. for a month on yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bill just. Instant. Instant. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. I used to love rollerblades, man. I had them for a summer. You and then, had rollerblades? Oh, I was a hardcore speed skater. Were you an inline no, fucking- No, no, no. I was a roller skater. Like a roller skater. Roller skates. And so when when rollerblades showed up and when I was in college, I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> were you just, were you just uh-huh. rollerblading around college with those glasses that make you look like you're going 90 miles an hour, the fucking Oakleys that are just fucking- High as shit. Fanny pack on to keep my one hitter in. Uh, dude, I, I certainly fell into that branding issue. Where with did you go to college? Hold on, you don't know about my college experience. No, you're okay. I'm gonna soft Am I sell. Am supposed to know? Everyone. I feel like I feel like everyone I feel knows. Like, I feel like everyone knows, but like it's like part of the thing that I try to get away from now. But it's like part of Where my. Where did you go to college? I went to school at Florida State. Okay. I was in college for six and a half years, seven years. That's a long time to be in college. Did you get a degree? <laughs> I, I had to take classes through the Florida prison system. Because I, because my senior year, Rolling Stone magazine wrote a six and a half page article about me, calling me the number one party animal in the country. It like changed my fucking life. About comedy or about just from me, the school? Just from me partying at the school. At the school. What the hell? I just partied. Rolling Stone just found you. Like this guy's a fucking psycho. Let's write an article. They were gonna try. They were trying to write an article about the school. Uh huh. Um. And and they so they this guy Eric Hedegaard came down and and reached out to a bunch of people. Everyone said my name. I'd been there longer than anyone. And, uh, They're he, like, yeah, Burt Kreischer, he's the 32-year-old college student. Yeah, I was 25. <laughs> and so he was like, he was like, he called. And as he called, I was taking a bong hit. As he called. And he was like, he was like, my name's Eric Hedder. I'm from Rolling Stone. I'd like to spend a week with you, maybe get to the college. I was up to something you'd be interested in. I exhaled. And he's like, I'm sorry, were you just taking a bong <laughs> hit? And I was like, I am. And he was like, I think I found the right guy. And so stay with me for a week. Supposed to write an article on Florida State. And then... uh and then ended it up changing it at the last minute and just making the article about me. Dead. And, and it's just you, the cover's just you wrestling a gator with like a fucking joint in your mouth and a fucking- <laughs> in the Florida State Fountain, ripping my shirt off with a keg floating and a bunch of people wrestling behind me. Yeah, it was like, it was, it was, Legend. it changed my life. Legend. Changed my life. Like, and that's how you started comedy from that? So Oliver Stone optioned the rights to my life, his company um, optioned the rights to my life. I moved to New York to start stand-up and was doing stand-up like six months and Will Smith discovered me. Will Smith? Yeah, Will Smith. Uh, How did he discover you? I, so I worked the door. I love the. I love the little. The I always say it's luck. I think they, a lot of things yeah. in this world are luck. Well, and luck I love and defining timing and talent. I, I talent, up. hard work, all that yeah, does yeah, yeah. matter. But luck is so important. It is important. I got a door working. The, I got a job working the door at the Boston Comedy Club. I was just out of college, although I was like 25, 26. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and. NYU was right around the corner, so the kids walk by and they'd be like, "Hey, I, I was trying to get people in. Yeah. If I could get enough people in, I can go on stage at the end of the night." Right. So, and I needed people there anyway. Mm-hmm. So college kids would come by and they're like, "Hey, uh, uh, what's the age minimum?" And I was like, "Eh." And they're like, "Do you guys check IDs?" I go, "The guy working the door does." And they're like, "Who's that?" And I was like, "This guy." <laughs> I was like, five dollar cover." And they're like, "All right." So they could all drink underage in our wow. in our bar. So it would it was packed with all yeah. college kids. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, I go on stage. I'm the guy that let them in to drink. Any and everything I said was like dialed into their sensibilities I was just gotten out of college yeah. like one of my big jokes was about taking ass and going to Disneyland and they were like oh <laughs> been there bro oh shit it was like dialed in for their sensibility and so time out in New York yeah. heard about this guy who was doing well at this club and came down to see me wrote an article article came out Tuesday Will Smith read it Wednesday 
they saw me Thursday and I had a deal Friday. And so then Will I, Smith came to the Boston Comedy he Club sent a to guy see down, you. And then I went up to I went up to meet him at the hit, some music place on the Upper West Side, like the Hit Factory or the Hit something. And then wow. met him and we hit it off. And he was like, "Why don't you move to LA and we'll sell a TV show?" So we put me up at the Universal Sheridan for like seven months. Stayed there for seven months. My introduction to LA. I, I mean, I, I decided I was like. First day here. This is it, this only really makes sense to anyone that lives in LA. I was staying my first day here. I was staying in Century City oh by the mall in Century God. City, right by the by the Takamimi Tower. Oh my God! I walked out and I went, "This is beautiful." Oh like, God! Just Century like, City everywhere. Just fucking, just a fucking concrete jungle. You're like, oh. it's literally just businesses. Yeah. yeah. But that was like, and then I, and then we sold a TV show uh, that fell apart. I sold another one and then did a TV, did a late night talk show and then. And then, what uh, was your late night talk show? Where was, was I uh, during this time? You were this probably in high school. I'm wow, guessing. Wow, yeah. Um, I was. Uh, it was called the X Show. The X Show. Yeah. What na- What network? FX. Oh, FX. Yeah. Okay, so we had okay. a lot of. We had like a lot of. Uh, we had. Uh, we had uh, Vince Neil on. Oh, you did. Yeah, we had Vince oh, Neil. cool. Vince Neil was doing a motorcycle ride from from L.A. to like Santa Barbara or something. Uh huh. I think he was sponsored by Indian. Oh, uh, this whoa. is like, uh, but my memory's shit. Right, right. And he was like, he was like, you should do it. Like, by the way, I'm like the co-host, I'm the host of the show. I was like, yeah. Do He's you like, ride a motorcycle? No. <laughs> I was like, I can figure it out, right? I can ride a bike. And he was like, sure. So I went to the Indian Stop. place on Santa Monica across from the Ford dealership because <gasps> I was going to ride motorcycles with Vince Neil. I got there. I was like, I need a motorcycle. I had tons of money. I'm like, I need a motorcycle. Hook it up. And they're like, all right, what, do you, what kind do you like riding? I go, never ridden. And they're like, we're not selling you a motorcycle. Oh, my God. So you just never got one. I never got one. Oh, my God. You get a scooter. You're all, <laughs> I was like, I was so pumped. I was like, I'm riding Damn, motorcycles. Damn, it could have been so cool. Yeah. I met uh, so many celebrities. I met Gene Simmons. He's a cunt. And then was uh, he oh, he was a fucking you? asshole to me. He was, and I was such a fan of Kiss. Aww. He was such, such a top to bottom asshole to me. Like I've never been more disrespected by some human being in my oh, life no. that I came to hat in hand and said, "I am the biggest fan of Kiss." And he's like, "Too bad for you." Shut the door in my face. I was like, "I can't say much about it." He's, but wow. like, he was. I've said a lot about it, but I just that broke my heart. Met Joe Montana. He was awesome. Interviewed uh-huh. him. Jerry Rice. He was awesome. I met awesome people across yes, the board. Yes, yes. But isn't it disappointing when it's, it's someone you so look up to a lot? Fucking. That's why I take picture. Anyone that wants a picture. You got a picture? Mm-hmm. Done. Tommy does that too. Yeah. You want yeah. a picture? Dude, I know how much it means. Yeah. He's nice to, me. to everybody too. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it, it's you know, it's, it, this sounds crazy, but like, I just, this coffee right here, right? Yeah. This guy's Caesar. Took a sip of Caesar's it over it. The, uh, the Ralph's over there. Yeah. Like just down the street. Yeah. And he goes, uh, oh, shit. I think he wrote it on. He's like, the machine, right? Oh, shit. So I'm like, oh, bro, cool. And he was like, oh, shut up. And I was like, what? And he was like, you. everyone says you're cool, but you really are cool. And I was like, Aww. well, yeah, it takes no effort on my part yeah. to hear that you like what I do and get excited. Yeah. Do you real? And, and I mean, I understand there's people that have been famous their whole lives that get famous when they're young and they're yeah. jaded by it. But like, I personally don't get that. Yeah. Like, I think it, but I'm also, I didn't get like, legit success meaning like 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 success where i was like i don't have to do whatever i don't want to do until i was in my 40s so i think that also makes a big difference i think it's so good that you're grateful because i think a lot of people aren't grateful like i meet so many people that are just like oh god you know i mean i meet people all the time with tommy and people will come up and want photos and people are like annoyed and mean and tommy's always so nice to everybody and it's just kind of sad because it's like dude they made you you wouldn't have anything that you have if it wasn't for fans you just had a shifty 
Shell Shock on. Shell Shock Seth on. Binzer, yeah, he used from to live fucking on, Crazy Town, He used dude. to live on uh, Franklin. He doesn't yes. know this, but he was, lived across the street from Henry Rollins. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, I used to drive, I used to live right off there and I would drive to Crunch that way. Uh-huh. That same Crunch and I got in a fight with Stacey Dash. <laughs> And right when I think Butterfly had just been out, like it's just been out a while, but it was like blowing up all Such over the place. Such a big song. Such a great song. Yeah, I, still a great song. Yeah, yeah. He's got some fucking stories too. Dude, he he lived right in those <clears throat> apartment buildings with dating girl, and he's out there smoking a cigarette one morning. And I just drive by, and I'm like, Shifty Shell Shock. And he's like, What up, brother? And it was like the greatest. I was like, That's how you gotta be. That's how you gotta be. Fuck yeah. Say my name out loud. What's up? I don't care if I'm with my kids. Oh I'll fucking my love it. God. Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah, oh, fuck. Why'd you got to do that, Henry? <laughs> we'll literally be, when I'm with Tommy, we'll be like walking places and you'll just hear like, T-Bone, you know? Or like- The best one, the best the one, best. the best one. I'm, I can tell the story because I met him and he was cool as fuck and cool. I'm texting with him. I'm Fred Durst. I'm from Tampa. Oh, he's from, Fre- oh my he's God. from Jacksonville. So Fred's directing our, uh, Tommy's music video. Oh, for real? Like in two days. That's so weird that you just oh, said that. Oh, you need a shirtless fat guy in it. <laughs> the- um. Fred lives by me. Yeah. And so, and like, cool by the way, shit. I yeah. came up like uh, musically, meaning like right after college, Limp Biscuit, Corn, all them kind uh, of. Corn, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Family the, Values Tour, yeah. like that, just that whole scene. Yeah. Did you go to Ozfest when Limp Biscuit came out I'm of the a, big toilet? I'm not a concert guy. Dude. I'm not a big concert guy. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm a big fan of Fred Durst, right? He's awesome. And so. I see him in our Gelson's. Now, I just recently met, met Fred, and we hung out and talked, and we exchanged numbers, so I feel comfortable telling this story. Oh, my God. I see him in our Gelson's. He's in a bucket hat, big gray beard. <laughs> he's in, like, a sweatshirt, like a hoodie. I know, he's got, like, a Santa pants. beard yeah. right now. It's hilarious. And I, I walk past him, and I go, God damn it, that's Fred Durst. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm going to, I'm deaf. It's, like, 9 in the morning. I just dropped my kids off, maybe 8.30 in the morning. I go, I'm going to go up. I've had my coffee. I'm a little wired right now. I'm going to go up and I'm going to tell him my spiel. Hey, man, I grew up in Florida. I know you're from Jacksonville. I know you're originally from uh, South Carolina or whatever, but you grew Jacksonville. Did you remember this band, Spider Monkey? Like all these things I wanted to share with him. Yeah. I just like, so we're walking, like where all the registers are here and we're walking this way. He's coming from the meat section. I'm coming from there. And I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm going to see Fred Durst in three, two. And he just makes eye contact with me. He goes, no. <laughs> and, I, and I just, <laughs> I just took a right. He goes, don't do it. Don't do it, please. I don't got the energy for it, brother. Please don't do it. It was perfect. It was like, and I just took a right down the bread aisle. Like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to bail. Pull the chute. Get out. Punch out. <laughs> you just like went out. The, you just got fucking And sucked. I told him that. I saw, I saw him at Sebastian's thing. Oh we were my d- God. backstage at the forum. And I was like, by the way, I fucking shout out to Fred Durst. I go, I immediately was like, I go, Fred. Like, <laughs> just called him out. And I was like, we're at an Indrius event. You can definitely say hi to me. And then he was like, oh, my God, I'm a fan. And I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. And then I lost it. Wow. I was like, you're a fan of mine? He's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, you've heard my music. I've seen your art. We're the same fucking thing. You did it all for the Noogie? That's what you're doing it for right now. How so. amazing is that, though? How funny is that that you're all like, I'm about to like, you're about to. And he just, he just so coyly was like, I don't got it in me, bro. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just please. Like, you could see in his eyes. It wasn't a dick. It was like, uh, I don't want to do it, man. And I'm like, okay. 
Yeah. I was just taking a breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're so amazing, dude! I love having you on. Oh, like you thank just, you. I could let you run the podcast. I could have just left my phone here. Like I, I didn't uh, even have to say anything. It's no, no, great. I overtalk. That's what this no, what makes not. this is what makes my podcast bad though. Is no. that I do the same thing on my podcast? No, it's great because listen, when some guests come on here and they are like, mm, I never had a bad experience. My life is great. Like, and I have to pull shit out of them. Yeah. You know, I have to like make. I have to make up things that have happened to them. I'm like, oh, remember that one time? Like, <laughs> Some people don't get podcasting. Like, yeah. if, if I mean, my opinion, a good podcast guest does not let you talk. Yeah. Like, it's it just, it should be, it should be a back and forth. Yeah. But a good podcast guest should come in, like, excited to be there. Yeah, I've had so many today. people that have come into my podcast and they're just like. They don't want to talk? I think some people don't know how to talk. They And like, yeah. even comics, I've had comics in that you're just they're like, you're like, so that was crazy. What was that experience like? And like, it was cool, you know? I mean, you work hard. <laughs> And you get to where you, you know you want to be, and then it's great. I want to thank my manager and your agent. You're like, what the fuck? You're like, what is this, an Oscar speech? Dude, this is my goddamn the, podcast. I started doing podcasts with when we started doing podcasts probably like, I got to say like 10 years ago. Yeah. And you go to do a podcast. I remember the first podcast I did where I realized, oh, this is what I like. I go to do Rogan for the first time, uh-huh. and I prepared a bit. I was like, because I was very comfortable in radio. Uh-huh. I fought a bear one time. And so I was like- An actual bear? Yeah, I fought a bear. And so well, I was going to well, tell- How did that happen? Ah, that's a great bit, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I go, uh, I go, I'm going to do this. I'm going to tell Joe the story and and we'll get high. We'll talk, you know? And then in the middle, I'm going to slide this in. I'll do this bit. It'll kill. Yeah. And, and this is fucking, now that I know the man, this is Joe to a T. So like I'll be Joe, you be Bert, and just we're, we're hot, fucked up. But you tell me you fought a bear one time, and I'll yeah. show you what Joe's like. Okay? okay. So yeah, but that's crazy. I mean, you've been in a lot of stuff, right? Dude, one time I fucking fought a bear. That's crazy. I was in that's Wisconsin. Crazy. Hey, did you see the fight with uh, Mass Vidal? And you're like, oh, I didn't get into my bit. <laughs> and then at the end, he was like, he was like, this is what I love about this is like you didn't do any bits. And I was like, I was like, oh, did he yeah. just interrupt you? No, no, he time? just it's a conversation. Oh, it's a conversation. You no one in real life, no one just sits. And monologues to somebody like I have done to you this entire time. No, but, but you but, know what? I'm letting you do that because my fans talk shit to me and say, Brittany, would you just shut the fuck up and let your guests talk? Well, you should listen to my podcast and then say that about me because that's all I fucking get. Yeah, my fans. Maybe and, we have the same fans. You know fans. what? Fuck you guys because this is a podcast. It's supposed to be a conversation. I've been yeah. sitting here fucking mm, nodding no. my head like a fucking little bird the whole Joe's time. Joe's was like a four-hour non, just, just all-over-the-map conversation. And so sometimes... You'd say something and he'd put weight in it and he'd want to talk to you about that. And sometimes you'd say something that you thought had weight and he it wouldn't strike his fancy. And so it was he like just crazy. changed the subject without even acknowledging it. Yeah, and then and then I tell the story of the machine on his podcast and and like that's the next time I go we get done the podcast, uh-huh. we have a great time, and I go, remind me to tell you about the time I got involved with the Russian mafia and Robert Train. And he was like, What? And then next time I go on his show, I tell that story on his show, changes my fucking life. To go in. And by the way, I would argue that's not even the best version of me ever telling it. You got involved in the Russian mafia? Wait. Oh. I'm scared to have you here right now. No, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden we get shot up. I'm all- <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I think anyone knows who I am is is uh, I got involved with the Russian mafia when I was 22. Anyone that is a fan of mine right now is like, Bert, if you start telling this story, I'm turning this fucking podcast okay, well, off. Okay, well, you'll tell me it privately because that's scary. I probably won't tell you privately. It's a 15-minute story. <laughs> okay. I got When I was a kid, I went... I, I went to Russia and got involved with the Russian mafia, and in long and short, we ended up robbing a train. And so, yeah, you robbed a train. What the? Well, it was my classmates. What is and your then life? Was, and then all the kids, 
on my train. And so, uh, but I'm doing a huge tour. This this Birdie Boy tour is just North America right now. But in August, it kicks. We go to Singapore, Hong Kong, Tokyo, uh, Bangkok, um, somewhere in uh, east, two places in Eastern Europe, Finland and Greece. And then we're taking my tour bus from Greece to Moscow. And I'm going back to Russia for the first time. Moscow, is it safe? I think so. I think. I mean. Okay, I, so how do you like? I, this is so much because we've already. Feel free to ask me anything about it I'm without me having to okay, tell so you the story. Okay, so without telling yeah. the whole story, yeah. How do you get out of it once you're already oh, so in it? It was I, it was a study abroad program. Okay. So I was I took Russian classes in um, at Florida State. Uh huh. In my second sophomore year, I guess. Yeah. And they were like, uh, teacher was like, "We need kids to take the class. If you take the class, I'll just give you a C." And I was like, "Okay." So I took the class. I took Russian two, Russian three, Russian four, and Russian four. She's like, "We're taking a trip to Russia. If you go, you get a minor." Speak some Russian right now. I think I just said it right. What do you want me to say? What did you say? What do you want me to say? Oh <laughs> shit! Damn. Yeah, I think I did. By the way, Kira's husband's next door. He could tell you. Oh my um, god. Yeah. Uh, so I took. I didn't ever even learn language. By the way, I never learned language when I was in Florida State. And then I went to Russia, not knowing the language. And the first thing they tell us is when '95, when the mob ran and everything, they're like, "We've paid off the mafia to keep you safe." In exchange for our money, they gave us two young gangsters. Where that in Russian is banditi. They go, "These banditi are going to live with you. They're going to walk you to class, walk you back from class, take you on field trips." They're like, "Don't speak to them. They're in the mafia." I was like, "They're going to be my best fucking friends." <laughs> oh, first of all, his name's Banditi. Uh, totally my best friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they said Igor and Sasha were the guys' names. And they Igor. Oh, definitely my best friend. Oh, I planned the perfect sentence. I, I grabbed a bottle of vodka and a six pack of Baltica. I went to their room, which they were having a party and I could hear their room was right next door to my room I knocked on their door I was gonna stay uh, 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 which means hello my name is Bert it's very nice to meet you I work pussy <laughs> fucking mic drop right mic drop they hear that this guy well by the way it doesn't mean that totally it means I work with cats but <laughs> but I couldn't speak the language so I didn't oh know how to say god, it oh my god I'm dead <clears throat> so then so so they open the door and I I go to say what I'm going to say, but I'm talking to a real Russian gangster with the wife beater and the tattoos, with the Gun. track pants and the cigarette. No, no, no guns. Oh, okay. Just and he goes, stole. Like, what do you want? And I'm a frat boy from Florida State. All I said to him in Russian in his door, I forgot everything I was planning on saying, and all I said to him in Russian in his door was, "I am the machine," and he fucking lost it. He was like, brings me into these gangsters. He's like, tell them what you said. I'm like, I'm the machine, and I became the machine. And, and they, they thought fucking, it was so funny. At what I was trying to say was I'm the man, which is Yamashina. But I said Yamashinu, which means I'm a car. <laughs> I'm a car, <laughs> like, we got a party with this guy. Who is he? I'm this a car. This guy like, thinks he's car. a Ford Focus. Yeah, I'm dead. All I was sitting there all night, I'm a car. They're like, he's a car. It's all, wow. I fuck cats. That's all I can say in their language. And yeah, they love me. Wow. Oh and then, my God. And then, so I feel like I'm telling you the whole thing. So I might as well finish the fucking a story. Train. I'll just tell you the rest of the okay, goddamn okay. story. So what, we did everything. Me, the guy Igor, we did everything together. We best a, friends. Best, best friends. Uh, ran a pool hall scam, stole a boat. We did everything together. Once one night, the whole class takes an overnight train trip to Moscow, and Igor tells me, he goes, "I can't go." I said, "Why not?" And he goes, "Different mafia runs train. Different mafia runs Moscow." I go, "Well, what's what's that mean for me?" He's like, "Don't worry, I had to set up banditi. They'll take care of you." So he introduces me to my two new gangsters, Igor and Igor, at the train station. He goes, "If you give the machine vodka, you'll have a great time." And these guys are like so excited. They're like, I can't wait to play with the machine. They put me. Everyone's in the- been talking about you. Oh, every dude, they take me to first class. 
the first class is pimped out. There's booze. There's but the gangster part is that everyone that works on the train comes in to pay their respects to the gangsters and say hi to me. The fucking conductor rips off the stars and stripes to his shirt, places them on my lap, and goes, "This is a present for the machine." I am 22 years old, thinking, "Huh, oh, these machine stores might have gotten out of control." Oh my god! Drink all the booze in an hour. Big Igor stands up. He goes, "Machine, we go to the bar cart to get more vodka." I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm in the mob. I'll do whatever I want." Roll to the bar cart. Igor says to me, "In packed bar cart," says to me in Russian. He goes, "Machine, go behind the bar and grab bread." I'm like, "I understood him, right?" I'm learning the fucking language. You're becoming I'm learning one the, of yeah, them, yeah. By joining the mafia, that's how, I don't need flashcards and textbooks. I'm I just joining. Bre- I need bread and vodka. I'm yeah. good, yeah, this is bread, all I need. Yeah. Bread, vodka, and a couple good friends, and yeah. I'll learn the language. And Igor, and that's it. This is immersion. So, so, I go behind the bar, and he's like, machine, grab cheese. I go, I know what you're saying. He's like, go for your machine, grab vodka. I was like, I already know that one, give me another one. He's like, grab the money. I'm like, huh? He's like, grab the fucking money. And I realized at that instant, we're robbing the bar cart. And I'm the one doing it. Hooked on Phonics All. I just robbed, we grabbed everything, walked out, went back to first class, started drinking. My classmates saw, they were like, you're in so much trouble. Teacher comes in, right? Swings open the first class cabin door, angry. This is fucking out of control. Did she say that? With English teacher did not speak Russian, right? Wow. This is, you stand up, mister. Calm down, Karen. (laughs) Igor takes a sip of vodka spits it in her eyes and goes, no one talks to the machine like that. Shuts the door in her face and goes, fuck that bitch, this is Russia. He spit it in her eyes, the teacher? And then he says to me, don't worry, machine, when it gets dark, we have a good time. I'm like, what the fuck are we doing when it gets dark? And then you guys killed the English teacher? No, then he just reached out and pulls out a ring of keys. He goes, we're robbing the whole fucking train. And so, now this is the most interesting part of the story. Like, this is, by the way, if that... I tell a story on Rogan. I, I'm, the story's not even done, really, but I tell a story on Rogan. I, I, I tell it a couple other places. I tell it on my Showtime special. I post it online. I think everyone's seen it's going to see it, right? Four years ago, I posted on Facebook, and it just blows up. Like, 3 million views first night, 7 million, 9 million, 30 million, 40 million views. Whoa. Then people are pulling it, 80 million views, 180 million views. It's, it's ridiculous. It goes everywhere, right? Wow. What happened was, when people shared it, the... Top comment from my page became the first comment on their page. That's how Facebook worked back then. The top comment from my page was from a woman named Kristen Hodgson. Mm-hmm. She wrote on her comment, I was in Bert's Russian class. I was on this trip. This story is 100% true. He fucking robbed us. Then tagged everyone in my class. This is like, you couldn't, as someone who has the same brain I have in this business, Set it up you couldn't even pay for marketing <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. That is what the yeah. fuck I've been yeah, looking for yeah. my whole life. That validation. That one thing, everyone then wrote, this is a true story, and then would put her comment on there. It was like insane. But obviously I robbed her. I re robbed everyone. We robbed the whole train. She's like, P.S., I want my $1.67 back. <laughs> oh, I stole. We robbed me too because my bag was with them. So like I- So you robbed yourself. We <laughs> robbed everyone. We robbed the whole train. And then- this is the end of the story. This is the the story I said I wasn't going to tell. I'm now telling the entire story. We get to the Moscow, 6 a.m., fucking wasted. We've robbed everyone. We've been drinking all night. Train stops. Sun's up. Door opens. Same teacher. Not mad, right? Not mad. Smiles and goes, uh, uh, they've alerted the police. I look out. My whole class is talking to two cops in their pajamas. They're upset. They've been robbed. I get it. The cops are taking statements. Igor's unfazed. He's like, I speak to police for both of us. Goes out to the cop, 
grabs one of them, spins him around, and just starts going, fuck you, we fuck you in the mouth. Like, just, we, I'm like, no, stop with the we shit. He will point to me and yeah, the yeah, machine. Yeah. Me we and this guy, we are going to fuck in the mouth. you in the, I'm like, I'm You're not like, going to fuck the guy. In the mouth. Yeah, yeah, I'll hold him I, down, but I'm not going to fuck him. I was cool with the bread and the vodka, <laughs> but the whole fucking this guy in the mouth thing, that's weird, yeah. Then, the cop yells at me, you know, like, get over, or what, I don't know what it, he was saying, I don't, I don't, it just, but it doesn't sound like, you're okay, stay right, there. Right, right. I walk up to the cop, who's standing in front of the class I just robbed, next to the gangster I robbed him with, and get five steps from the cop, who looks really impatient, he takes two big steps, grabs me by the arm, spins me away from my class, away from Igor, gets right up in my face, and he goes, so, I understand you're the machine, Stop! huh? I swear to you, then he says, then he says, tonight you party with us. I was like, what? He goes, tonight you party with us. Do you like strip clubs? I was like, fuck yeah, I like strip clubs. I was like, wait, wait, I'm not in trouble. And he gets so close to me, I can smell his morning cigarette and goes, no, fuck that bitch. This is Russia. Dude, that's- Damn, Russia's gnarly. Dude, we're going back. We're going back. You're going back. Going back to Tallahassee for the first time. Fuck. And to uh, Moscow and St. Petersburg. Wow. I know. I'm, I'm nervous. I love I, how you're like, Tallahassee and Moscow. Well, Tallahassee is where, where Florida State is. That's where <laughs> right, we call right, it. Right, so, right. And I haven't been back since I graduated. Oh, my God. Do you think all your class will come see you? No. Well, if any of them are listening to this podcast, go see Bert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah check out my Birdie okay, Boy guys, World Tour. Check everything out. What is it? Birdie? Birdie Boy World Tour. I just got done the Body Shots World Tour. And then this one, we're in. We're off this weekend of San Jose, Sacramento, and and Bakersfield, and then Evansville, Indiana, Indiana, Louisville. We've added three shows at the at the Chevalier in Medford, Massachusetts. We're at the Lincoln Theater, Lincoln Theater in I don't know in uh, New York. Wow. No, it's not the Lincoln. It's got to be. I don't know. Forget. I don't know the. I don't know, I don't know the theaters in New York. <laughs> yeah, we've added a bunch of shows. Go to burperbert Yes, and I will be playing the McDonald's playpen on Burbank. So go see <laughs> the ball pit. Come see me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, guys, make sure to follow uh, Bert on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you can find him on social media. I'll be tagging him in all of my social media. You've been an insane guest. Oh, I've. I've I feel I've, like I just got to watch a show. No, like, no, you no. Just performed I, a show I hope for me. I didn't talk too much no, and then I'd great. love to have you on my podcast I would love to because I would love to talk to you I'm just hearing you on Ryan's podcast yeah. was so great and it was so much shit that goes on in my head that yeah. I was like I got so I got to get you on my I podcast I would love to have come on your podcast and have you talk the whole time yeah <laughs> By the way, that's all you'll get. <laughs> no, it'll be great. And actually, my fans are probably gonna be like, "This is the best episode." Brittany didn't say a word. They don't even want me. They don't even want me to have a podcast. They just want me to come in here and go, "Uh huh, yeah, yeah. uh huh." That's what they want. So I'm giving you guys what you want. I took a Xanax once for a podcast and interviewed. Invited. Idea. No, it's the best. You oh, don't talk. It? You don't oh, talk. Okay, okay. I took a Xanax and interviewed a cage fighter, and they were like, "Bert, you were amazing." And I was like, <laughs> "I didn't find him that quite honestly that interesting, and I don't think I talked at all." I was a perfect host. <laughs> I was a perfect just host. So, just fucking catatonic. I had an ear infection. I couldn't hear anything you said. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, guys, make sure to follow. Congratulations Bert on, all on social your podcast. Media. Thank you so much. And awesome. Thanks for watching. Worst first. I read all your reviews and all your comments. We got over like fifteen hundred positive reviews on iTunes, and you guys are killing it. And even the shitty ones, I love you too. So keep it up, and we'll see you next week on Worst. First.